Oh, hey, you're listening to Pep Talk, a podcast launched during the national lockdown in April 2020 to celebrate and support our favourite New Zealand businesses. Join Grace Creft, ex-lawyer and former owner of Sweet Bakery and Cakery, to hear about how some of our favourite businesses built their brands, the ups and downs along the way, and what we can do to support them, both now and once business as usual returns. So, are you ready for a little pep talk on your coffee break? Then here's your host, Grace. I'm so excited to kick off our very first episode today talking to three amazing Wellington businesswomen, Abby, Lisa and Claire, the founders of Shut Up and Dance. It is safe to say these are not your usual dance classes. They are 45-minute daily doses of delusion with routines inspired by films and music videos. Think Dirty Dancing, Sync, Beyonce, Grease Lightning. It's basically all those routines you ever wanted to know how to do but you never had anyone to teach you. The girls call these dance classes for people who can't dance, like me, although I'm sure that people who can actually dance are welcome to. But there's zero pressure, absolutely no mirrors, no cameras, and a lot of laughs. Just a bunch of like-minded people in a darkened room boogieing their hearts out. I've been a Shut Up and Dance fan since they started their classes back in 2016 and I can tell you from first-hand experience it is the most liberating feeling. You lose all your inhibitions and you 100% walk out of every class on a high and usually an actual high five from the instructor too. It is the best kind of exercise, the kind where you don't even realize that you're working out or sweating because it's actually fun. And the best part is that you get so wrapped up in learning all the moves and the routine and the instructor and the energy in the room that you don't even think about anything else for that whole 45 minutes. And I think right now, um, more than ever, that is a pretty valuable thing because there is plenty to be worrying our minds with at the moment. So now that you know what you're in for, let's kick on with episode one and get ready for a lot of energy from these girls. Here goes. Hi guys, hi Shut Up and Dance, welcome, thank you for joining us on the Pep Talk podcast and I'll just say for everyone who's listening, I'll just jump in and let you know that we don't actually just have one guest today, I thought that I would jump right in the deep end for this first (laughs) episode and we have not one, not two, but three guests on the line to chat with today and don't worry... Woo, yeah. Don't worry, everyone is um, appropriately socially distanced at their own houses, so it's really cool. Everyone can join us on their phones and laptops. So I'd like to welcome Abby, Lisa, and Claire from Shut Up and Dance. Welcome. <laughs> that was Love a bum squeeze. That was a bum squeeze squeal. I felt it. It was great. (laughs) I think that everyone's going to love this and just be so intrigued to hear about people who get to dance to Beyonce songs for a living. Like, how did you even make that a thing? Let's just get a bit warmed up first. So we're going to go straight into some quick fire this or that questions. So I'm going to go one by one with you guys. This is pretty serious. Okay, so are you ready? Okay, first up, we've got Abby. Ice cream or cake? And remember who you're talking to. Cake. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and then we've got Lisa. Would you rather read a book or watch a movie? Watch a movie. Mm. Oh, that was quick. I feel like the, I should say, oh, I love reading books, but who am I kidding? 
let's be honest especially at the moment like movies are where it's at movies and netflix yeah all right claire you're up we've got Brittany or christina Brittany, sorry christina but Brittany, all the way yeah i feel you on that one okay abby back to you do would you rather do beach holiday or city break beach holiday I guess that's actually kind of mean to um, ask that at the moment since no one can go to I would love a beach holiday right now. Yes, please. No, I do actually, I do actually live um, in Titahi Bay by the beach, so I feel like I can have one every day anyway. Oh, that's perfect. Ideal. All right, Lisa, fruit or vegetables? Vegetables. Mm. I know. I'm such a goody okay. two-shoes on that front, but I love vegetables so much. Yeah, that's kind of unusual. And then, Claire, I realize this is also actually a bit of a mean one right now, but stay in or go out? Oh, for goodness sake. In the in the real world. <laughs> in the real world, I'm always a go out type of person. Like, I have to get out for a walk at least, like, twice a day. I have to go out and see people. Um, I like being in, but definitely I get my energy from people and the outdoors being an extrovert oh so this must be like doubly hard for you right now not being in lockdown like we are oh uh, i mean i'm not gonna complain because i've got a roof over my head and i've got lots of food and i did that thing of buying loads of crisps because i really thought i'll just eat them over time and then i definitely like inhaled them in the first <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i'm i'm extroverts yeah facetime and house party is saving my life right now all the way and i i hear you on the crisps they are definitely an essential service oh and crisps for people from new zealand are chips yeah but i'm actually i'm actually from the uk as well so i would say crisps and that's why i say dance quite strangely as well you might have noticed shut up yeah. and dance it's probably going to come up a lot ah, yeah from the I say, north of england ah uh, yeah 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 oh cool hello so everyone can probably tell claire is from you're from london aren't you claire? i'm from east london essex so um yeah a bit of gangster um yeah, who am i kidding i'm like not a gangster at all but <laughs> east london is a bit like in the hood if you know but you haven't lost your accent at all unlike me who's now pretty much kiwi yeah i would never have guessed that you're a northerner no. Mm, keep it secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So really great to kind of get to know you guys a little bit. And so now for this first bit of the podcast, we're just going to try and pretend that the last couple of months never happened. I know we, we all wish we could, uh, but I want to hear a bit about how you started the business. So tell me, when did you guys start Shut Up and Dance and how did the three of you guys get together? Were you friends before this all started? We started Shut Up and Dance in 2016, I think under very serendipitous circumstances. Every time we think about it, we go, wow, that was quite magical how that sort of all tied in together. But basically, I had come back from Europe and had found out that um, my partner of four years had been cheating on me for two of them, um, which was pretty big. And I, you know, you know what that, that can be like. It was um, pretty big. And Lisa had come back come back from her honeymoon. Lisa had come back from her honeymoon and was in need of a job. <laughs> and she was supporting me through um, my breakup. And Claire had moved from the UK to New Zealand for a boy she had met on Tinder, who she's still with, of course, and has a amazing... We have a Tinder baby, baby now. <laughs> um, but so the, all three of us were kind of like in these 
very vulnerable, I guess, situations. Yeah, and um, I was looking, we were just all looking for distraction and friendship and connection. And Lisa and I both had, um, yeah, I don't even want to get into it because it's just too much, but basically how everyone in Wellington knows each other. I knew Jack, I already knew George, Lisa knew Claire. Like, we all just had a slight um, connection with each other. Um, and we ended up meeting at Golding's Freedive in um, Wellington one night and just got talking and Lisa and I found out that Claire was a really good dancer. Um, and Can I just butt in there? Yeah. I'm a very average dancer. But when you're desperate to make friends and there's these two cool girls from Wellington, real Kiwis, going, oh, my God, do you teach dance? I was, like, bigging myself up, like, yeah, I teach dance. And they're like, oh, my God, can you teach me the single ladies dance? And I was like, yeah, okay. And in my head I was thinking, yes, oh, my God, I'm making friends with these really cool girls. And in their head they were thinking, oh, my God, this girl's so good at dance, even though I was definitely av average and um yeah so then from that moment on we just um became bum chums and um dreamt up this dance class Lisa and I um had always googled how to learn like Beyonce single ladies and just failed miserably trying to learn the routines from our favorite films and music videos um on our own on a laptop in our bedrooms and so mm -hmm. the idea that there was this woman who was like, yeah, I can dance. We were like, oh, okay, so this dream could finally come true. Great. We'd never and even seen her dance as well. We just knew that she could. Like, she told us, and I was like, I believe you. This is fine. We'll start a class with you. I definitely didn't big myself up like, I can dance. I was just like, I teach group fitness. I'm passionate about pop. Let's make this happen, right? Like, we're like, so what you're saying is you want to start a business. We hear you loud and clear. Let's do this. <laughs> because that's sort of what happened. We, um, we kind of asked her to, um, Lisa and I were like, you want to meet up at Loretta? We can just like have this chat about this idea that we have. And I think, Claire, were you a bit like, oh. I was freaked out. Abby sent me like 10 messages on Facebook. Like, you know those people that you've just met? And and then it was like she was obsessed and she just like texted me so many messages. So I just ignored them, obviously. Like Abby had seen me seen them and I just ignored them because I was like, this girl, this doesn't seem right. She's just so intense. Anyways. But I was desperate for friends, so, you know, went to Loretta for the for the dinner. Abby whips out her laptop and had already, like, thought of, like, a price package where we could do it. Da, 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 da. And I was like, whoa, these girls are serious. But I was really happy to go along with it because it was my dream too. But Londoners tend to talk way more than they walk, if that makes sense. So we talk the talk for ages and never do anything. Whereas Kiwis tend to just say, hey, I'm going to do this thing. And then they get it done. And it's really freaking cool. Yeah. Um, I have to say, though, I don't think when we, even though I definitely whipped out a business plan, we had no idea what we were doing. I think our expectations for it were like me, Lisa and Claire can all learn a dance and some of our friends could come along too. And if they can help us cover the cost of the hall higher, then that would be great. So we had pretty low expectations. But um, anyway, I guess fast forward to our first course, we, we did a few um, tests and trials and figured out what, what we kind of liked and was met with, we keep disagreeing on the number, but maybe like 60 people signed up to our first course and we realized, wow, there's actually lots of people who also want to do what we want to do. Um, and then Seven Sharp came along and filmed a class um, in, our first, in our second course 
and initially they, they approached us and were like, uh, would you like to be on Seven Sharp? We'd like to do a piece. And I think I, I said no. I was like, sorry, we don't take photos or videos of our classes, so no. And the girls were like, uh, this is Seven Sharp. We'll make an exception. <laughs> so, yeah. That press coverage must have really helped you guys when you're getting started, like just getting the word out. And then also, did I see, Claire, that Jessie J, the singer, is one of your friends and shared it as well? So things like that all kind of add up. Yeah, but um, at, I, I always were like, tried to dumb down the fact that I was friends with Jessie J because it makes me feel a bit cringe. But Jessica naturally just wanted to support whatever I was doing and knew that I was in a new country with no friends or family. So she was just like, cool, you're amazing, go you. But um, yeah, it kind of, it helps, but it also like, I don't want it to be about that. I never wanted it to be like, yay. Using that. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. want to use I her fame to, to, to get ahead, but also it does help. Yeah, absolutely. And like, it's pretty scary what you guys did, like putting on a class, like learning the routine, packing it, hiring a room, turning up and then being like, I hope someone's going to come. Like, that's a really brave thing that you guys did. Were you ever kind of worried that no one would sign up? Totally. I remember walking into that room thinking, I'm just going to see some of my cousins and maybe a colleague or two. And walking into a full room of women, and most of them we didn't know, is a feeling I'll never forget. Being like, oh, wow, have we just found a new tribe of people that we can be friends with and hang out with and also who want to support a business from of three women who don't know what they're doing. Funny story. <laughs> um, the first class, we were so nervous that we all had a shot of whiskey. And then I had my little shot of whiskey and then I saw my first customer come in. So I put it down my leggings just to hide it. And then forgot about it. Halfway through the routine, the blooming whiskey bottle falls out of my leggings, bop onto the floor. I, Jack Daniels, I had two choices. Do I ignore this Jack Daniels coming out of my tights or do I own up? So I literally just saw it. The front row were like looking at me like I was some serious alcoholic. I just was like, uh, I was really nervous, sorry, and continued and left it there on the floor looking at me for the rest of the class. So that is the, the fear was real. That is amazing. I love that. And I think that kind of sums up what is so brilliant about your classes. Like they're just so full of personality and it's all just real and raw. And that kind of <laughs> leads into like some people listening obviously won't have done a class, which I'm lucky to have done quite a few of them. But can you tell us a bit about why the classes are so special like what's different about them there's obviously lots of dance classes around in the world what makes what's made shut up and dance so successful do you think we're selling a feeling not a product so what we're trying to give people is an escape from their life and from their the slog of day to day um we just want to be a daily dose of delusion for people so we turn the lights down quite dim we cover up any mirrors we have really loud music playing the whole class and basically all of our instructors are part fitness instructor, part stand-up comedian. So if you're not moving, like if you're in the moments that you're not dancing, which are very rare in our classes, then you're, you're cracking up and you're sweating and you're chatting to somebody else. It's, it's the community that we're building around the classes as well. I don't know. Is that a good enough answer? That's such a good, yeah, such a good way to describe it. I think it basically sums it up. And you guys listening will just have to go and try it because it is really unique and it's not like 
yeah, any other dance class you've done. But I think for me as well, I think one thing that's worth mentioning is that your brand is part of why it's so successful. And I don't just mean your logo, but your the overall kind of brand personality of Shut Up and Dance and your social media and your voice that you use, your style. I think that's got to be a part of why it's so successful. And I, I'm wondering, like, has that been something that's been really deliberate and strategic for you guys? Or do you just go with the flow and let your own kind of, personality shine who's the voice behind the brand or do you all share it um I think we all share the voice or it's inspired by all three of us and things that make us laugh and um it's definitely Abby's amazing copy though don't dumb yourself down Abby you are very very (laughs) talented yeah I do do the um social media and marketing so thank you so much it's so nice to hear that it feels consistent um because I think that's important you want to know what to expect. Um, but yeah, I think the most important thing is um, that, or I guess, I think the thing that contributes to the success of the brand is um, the fact that it's just real and authentic. And as I just said before, I, I am inspired by Lisa and Claire and Carly and Sally and Rewa and all of our customers and community. So much of the content I create is from them. <laughs> they give me so much inspiration and um yeah I, I, do, I just wouldn't be able to communicate yeah Abby and Lisa are absolutely comedy gold together and they're so passionate about making people laugh they also try and have competitions to make each other like who's the funniest out of the two of them and um so it comes from so much passion and we'll be in a class and i'll say something and then i see abby at the back of the room just like on her phone writing it down and it's things that under like moments of um what's the word real pressure for me sometimes i have no filter and just say blurt something out and Abby's like ding ding right I'm going to turn that into a meme later so um it's it's like a combination of so many things and just um Abby just picking up on it and knowing what um will make people laugh and also knowing like we want to be really upfront with the branding so that nobody is surprised when they walk into the class that this is who we are so it's you know you get a taste of what the class is like before you've stepped into the room so people if people are offended by the name shut up and dance then this probably isn't the right class for you so we're really unapologetic we're really upfront that we might say inappropriate things sometimes our music is loud and brash and we are too and so it's really important that we hold on to that and that customers know that that's something that we not we're not going to let go of yeah, totally. And it just shows that it is all so consistent. And I think it sounds like it's a bit of a combo of you guys have kind of taken your own amazing personalities and and also added on top of that some quite deliberate planning, obviously, that sounds like it comes from you, Abby, to make sure that that is actually presented to the customers. And that, so that's a real, it's not just an accident, like you guys are doing an amazing job at bringing this all to life. I think um, one thing that I found, especially because obviously I had Sweet Bakery before, and I think one thing when you start a business that's based on your hobby or your passion, mm-hmm. something that you love, like it's just a whole different ball game mm-hmm. once you start doing it for real life customers. Mm-hmm. And so how did you guys find that? Was that a big learning curve taking it from kind of your lounge room into a real life paying customer domain? What was surprising about that for you guys? So yes, it's my hobby. Um, 
and yeah I have had like quite a confronting journey with it because at the beginning I was quite not insecure but yeah insecure about my routine so I really wanted to impress the customers with how close to the real routine I could make it and over time I've realized from lots of feedback and just lots of sticky situations that actually the routine can be simple it can be fun and the essence of the real dance should be there but um it's more about how we feel and empowering people to feel successful and safe in the class rather than learning a really good routine does that make sense so i'm a lot more secure now in knowing that it's not about me it's not about me showing the customer how good i am at choreography it's about me providing the customer with space to feel safe and learn and a simple routine that they can sweat it out to so um i think what claire has is like an amazing ability to read a room really really quickly so you know when claire is running our instructors through their training she talks about you know um reading the room within the first couple of tracks and I think that's such an amazing skill and a gift that she has and she's been doing it every single class you know five times a week however many classes she teaches now um in my bedroom that, without reading the room exactly but also like she's been up on the stage putting herself up there every night also looking for these little moments of success in people and like watching their journey as well like the person who walks into the space and is walks in with their arms folded and is like mm, my friend said this is fun i don't believe it but i'll give it a go i've paid so i'm here and then watching claire crack that, that tough nut over the next couple of weeks that's my goal yes and then like then they become fully fledged like hardcore fans of what we do in our classes and our, the other people oh. yes and it's such a special part of it because i really do feel like claire you make every person in that room feel like you've seen them and you're loving what they're doing and that's such a skill is there ever a time clear that you're like I just really don't feel like dancing right now like do you ever like how do you bring that energy to every class I don't think I've seen a class where you weren't firing on like 120 percent so yes the first 12 weeks of pregnancy was hell and I had to teach <laughs> whilst throwing up before and after um so i I get my energy from people that is it so when people walk into the space if I'm feeling so can I swear if I'm feeling shit and like oh my god I hate my life the second someone comes in the second someone has chosen to come to a class I'm like gives me energy and then having a room of people it just I bounce off it it's a two-way thing I can't do my job without without you guys there and people always say oh my gosh thank you so much for your energy and i'm like no no thank you because i i definitely feel it it's like chemistry and and there's no i can't actually put my finger on the magic it just is there and it's it's unspoken and everyone feels in it's so special which is one of the main reasons why i've always said no videos no photos because who wants that no one i don't want that i just want the magic of the moment and that's so rare these days but that's that's what we've created and that's when people come to class they bring their magic too yeah and you kind of just need to be able to bottle that magic right like that's the essence of your business and I, I think one thing that might have come up for you guys is that is that kind of ability to scale 
the business and that it's a, a class-based business is very dependent on the talents and the personality of the teacher. And obviously Claire only has so many hours in the day and has a baby and all these other things going on. So that's a bit of a risk, I guess, that you guys have had to manage is how you can grow it um, with adding new teachers. Like, did you find that customers were kind of reluctant to book a class with that wasn't taught by Claire at any time? I don't think people are reluctant. I think the you know what we've created in the community is sort of people still get to turn up and they still learn the routine and it's part of their day and their schedule and their week. But um, that was definitely a concern for us that you know you love your yoga teacher and you keep going to that same class because you really engage with her. Um, when the girls were both pregnant, um, which by the way happened, like they were pregnant two days apart like uh, our due date was two days apart they yeah. planned it and didn't let me in now nah. <laughs> um <laughs> we were sort of in this position where we we're like whoa now we really have to find some some new people um so we put out a call and were yeah really lucky to find um some amazing people a lot of them so carly and rewa and Carly and Rewa are both um, currently teaching for us and they were both customers before um, they became instructors. That's such a good way to do it because it's so natural and organic like when they come from within your fold already. I will say that before going on maternity leave was the scariest thing ever because um, a mistake of ours, I'd say, is I was doing everything in the front end of the business and um it was really really scary to have to then give my soul and my first baby which is shut up and dance to other people and have them look after it for me so we were really nervous but we really have faith in people people before product and that becomes with our people in our community and our people that we employ if there was an ounce of ego that came to any interviews we were like ah, oh, cool no thank you like it's just not going to work like um, and we relied on our community and having really good conversations with them saying the only way you can help me during maternity leave is by keep coming to classes, keep <laughs> coming to classes because I really want a job to come back to. And yes, the first few weeks of having a new instructor will feel weird. You'll have this moment of like, I don't like them, but <laughs> we transitioned them in really, really well. So before I left, they were with me. Um, teaching so the customers got to know them um, quite well and then when I left they they knew that um, it was really important to us to to keep supporting the business and then then when I came back after maternity leave you can see people like oh she's back <laughs> yeah like we just our, our instructors are unicorns they have sparkly energy and they are they love people too so um, yeah we're and also really this like the maternity leave was an opportunity for them to grow in such an amazing way because we had Sally, Rewa and Carly take on the um, Claire's classes and they just all rose to the challenge amazingly and have also put their own stamp on their classes so they're not trying to imitate Claire when we made that really important when we trained them that it's not about putting on an English accent and being like, all right, from the top. It's about... Which is what I would do. Yeah, which is what Abby does in every single teach. class. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's about making it your own and like infusing every class with your own personality and making the playlist work for you or those moves work for you. And so when 
I remember coming back to my first Shut Up and Dance class after having my daughter and it was, um, well, I went to one of Sally's classes and then I went to one of Rewa's classes and I felt quite emotional because I was like, they've grown up so much in the last few weeks. I'm so proud of them. They and really so, have just brought a, a whole new colour, um, you know, to, to what Shut Up and Dance is. It's really cool. Yeah, it's yeah. such a testament to what you guys have built that it's not just one class and one teacher. It's just this whole, like you kind of say, a whole tribe of people. It's definitely taken work, though, for sure, to try and reach that. Like, how how do we communicate that and, and teach that? Um, it's like different flavour cake. You'll have people that go to Sweet, sweet Bakery and want, like, the lemon drizzle. But then, you know, they just always have their favourite flavour, but they still enjoy the other flavours. Like yeah, and if they love like what you're that. doing, then they'll support everything you do. I think that's yeah. the secret of what of what you guys have done, and that kind of leads nicely to talk a bit about how you guys do have a lot of other things going on. Like, I don't think do any of you work full time and shut up and dance. Um, <laughs> we're just yeah. we're just working all the time. <laughs> yeah, all day, every day. Yeah, but you also have all... other other yes. side hustles and jobs and babies and fur babies. Yeah, like how yeah. do how do you find that juggle? That I I know from personal experience that is really tough to balance all your loves and fit them into you know a twelve hour day. I just every day is different. Some days you're like, boom, I'm onto this. They sleep really well, and you're like doing emails and your choreography, like, and everything's going to plan. And then other days everything goes pear shaped. And you know what? I've just learned to literally go with it, not have any expectations. When I do have a moment to choreograph, when I am inspired, I smash it out. And when I'm not, I don't. I'm, I don't put pressure on myself. It just has to be the way it is. And um, with that, I, I tend to get my work done quicker when I am passionate about it because I'm really excited to do it rather than like, oh, I have to do that thing. Um, it doesn't feel as much. I don't know if I'm even making sense. But um, I tend to, like, now I've got less time, I tend to be more productive. Yeah, I think that's the thing with, yeah, kids in general and trying to balance kids and business is just that you have to roll with it because they change all the time and you just don't know what you're going to get from day to day. So it sounds like you have a really good kind of philosophy towards it, I guess. Yeah. I was going to say, also, I've had to learn to ask for help and go because my instinct is also to, like, to prove to myself and to everybody I can do everything I can prep my kids food for the next 10 days while she's sleeping and then also do this and then take the dog for a walk and then do this and then you end up and you're just this frazzled mess and then you're like but none of the work I've done is actually being good so um yeah learning to ask for help has been a really big thing for me in the company and in life with a little child um and that's just made life so much easier that just leaning on people and trusting people and yeah because everyone wants to help because I love helping out other people so why would you know learning to take my own medicine yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think you realize how much people do actually love to help and they're looking for an opportunity like they want you to tell them how to help you yes when you let them they're amazing I do um heaps of other contracting work as well um, with Shut Up and Dance and I've, I'm also that person that's like I have a to-do list and I will get it done and I will get it done really fast and right now very similar to you Lisa like I just I get a thrill from getting stuff done quickly efficiently um, but sometimes I just have to pull back and prioritize because it affects my mental health um, and I just try prioritize and also I do a dance class <laughs> and that helps <laughs> yeah 
Do you guys have any exciting plans? Kind of, I guess, still ignoring what's happening right now, but do you have any plans for the future? Like what's next for Shut Up and Dance? Is it more cities? Is it overseas? Oh my God, are you ready for an hour-long conversation of our plans? <laughs> I love this. I'd love to hear about it. <laughs> well, they're not confirmed yet, but um, <laughs> uh, actually just, I know last week we actually, all three of us had a FaceTime with a wine at 7.30 on a Friday night. And a bourbon. And, just, <laughs> and a bourbon. I did have bourbon. It was given to me. Um, and we just talked about how we could see Shut Up and Dance moving outside of our bubble here in Wellington. And, um, yeah, it was really inspiring. And we've still got more questions than we have answers. But, um, yeah, we're, we're just looking forward to making that happen taking that next step but we've we've realized we need to just because we're all really really big picture blue sky what's the dream that's one thing we've always said to each other whenever we're talking about what we want to do next or what should we you know what's our next plan it's like we always just say just blurt it out don't think logistics just go for gold shoot for the sky and then we can work backwards so um, at the moment for us we're sort of talking about um, that really big picture blue sky vision and we're just sort of realizing okay cool what can we take from that now that are um, smaller more achievable steps and put them into place um, and just create a little ladder for ourselves I guess nice that's such a good way to do it and that's the way like with it within a business and also if you're looking to start something like the way to go is just to vomit it all out and be like let's not judge anything let's just see what we come up with and then we'll analyze it and make it happen later and that's but how I guess, Shut Up and Dance started as well like we just we didn't judge ourselves we just put put what we liked out there and yeah worked. you wouldn't be here right now if you hadn't kind of just gone for it which is yeah, and being cool. vulnerable yeah always so yeah important. which is always harder than it sounds but it's very mm -hmm. important as well and that kind of leads us on to I guess right now it must be quite hard to be thinking about the bigger picture next step because we're all in this kind of paused moment at the moment and that kind of takes us into the next part of what we'll talk about a bit let's just jump that in back into the real world because right now we are right pretty much right in the middle hopefully of this level four lockdown because of COVID-19 so let's explore that a little bit and how you guys have reacted to that how did it feel when you heard that news that everything was shutting and business would need to shut were there any tears because I know that there were at my house yes I cried absolutely um, I was really scared. <laughs> it was I was really scared for the country and our people, but also, you know, we had a feeling that things were gonna that you know that this lockdown was coming, and so we were trying to get things in place. Um, and when we couldn't go through with those plans, I was devastated. I haven't cried yet. I'm just running on like I'm. I'm like that person in an anxiety moment that just kind of goes to, I don't know, like brace position. I kind of like get armored up and just go, okay, what do we got to do? Rather than um, huddling into a hole. So I think it just pushed us in a direction that we never, ever, ever intended or wanted to go. But moving our classes online, um, it has just pushed us there we've had to do it for our community for ourselves for our souls and um we who knows we don't know what we were meant to be doing or do but we just knew that we had to keep dancing and our community needed dance 
for their meditation, for their therapy. Like, So right now, currently, we're doing a class a day, just half an hour. It's not making us any money. It's just out there for us all to have a moment of dance each day and to look forward to. But in two weeks' time, after the four-week period of lockdown, we are going to have to look at other um, avenues to figure out um, a different way of doing it because um, we're obviously going to need to start having an income yeah I was gonna ask that because I think it's amazing that you guys are offering these because they're all on Instagram live these classes at the moment and they're all completely free and anyone in the whole world can join them but that must have been quite a hard decision for you guys because you, you your business model is based on people being willing and happy to pay for these classes and so how was that a really hard decision for you to make them free like how did you make that call well no because actually we um a lot of people are wondering why they can't watch the live again or on repeat or can you send it to me and um, there's uh, at the moment most organizations that uh, pay for music to either complement or create their service like a dance company or a retail store anything they have to pay uh, money to the music licensing agency in New Zealand so we pay a fee for a a, a, it's called a performance license um, and when you are putting music to um, video you need to have a sync license and sync licenses um, are probably the reason we haven't gone online um, and even just done paid online classes in the past because to get a sync license you don't just need to get in touch with Taylor Swift you have to get in touch with Taylor Swift and all the composers and producers and record label who created um, Shake It Off and then they will negotiate with you about how much it will cost to use that music for your product um, and then you know we've got 14 songs in a session so it would just it's just a huge amount of um, work so we've sort of not we just kind of went okay we can't do that right now um, and that's also the reason the classes are free because we thought well we need to dance um, everyone else needs to dance how can we do this? <laughs> so yeah, it wasn't that hard. We just made them free. That's really interesting because like, yeah, as on our side of it, we obviously don't see all of that behind the scenes and there's so much more to it. But I think that it, it I think that right now businesses just need to be doing things to kind of keep their tribe together and keep the community and help them in ways that they can and get a bit more creative. So I think you guys have done that really well. And I'm definitely getting that vibe from the other end that you guys are here for us to help get through this hard time. Have, have you felt the support back from your people? Our community is the only thing getting me through right now. Like, I don't have my family here. Um, and we're obviously all in lockdown over the world. But I have, I knew our community was special, but from this experience, just the messages we're getting, the support we're getting, um, the community amongst themselves without us, like watching them all support each other and doing Zoom sessions together while they're doing our live classes, it's just magic. It's just like, that's the only thing that makes me cry is, is mm. them and their happiness throughout this weird, extraordinary time is is just like magic that's so cool that kind of gives you tangles uh, just thinking about what you guys have created like that that's amazing and and is that kind of a silver lining and especially I guess for you guys that 
it's now opened up worldwide and nationwide even. Mm. Like, have you seen people joining from other countries and other parts of New Zealand? Well, we've had someone in Japan. We've had... um, the UK, in Germany. Obviously the UK, yeah. Australia, UK, all around New Zealand, like places like Topor and um, I don't know, Wadadapa. Yeah, places that we can't get to. Nelson. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, definitely a real silver lining of this time is that it's opened your brand up to just all these new people and then where you where it kind of sets you up quite well for the next stage, I guess. Yeah. There is that it is that moment though of risk. Like anyone that's in our industry or our competitors a hundred percent can do our class, see everything we do, whereas normally we've been very, very private and about that. Um but it's also like, you know what? It's bigger picture. There's so many bigger things going on right now. Just do everything out of love. Because if you do everything with fear at the forefront of what you're doing, you'll never be able to do anything. So we just like say hello to the fear. Hi, I know you're there. Welcome. But we're just going to pure do love. Like, So we love dance. We love our community. Let's just do our classes for the world. And, um, Such a good way to come at it, and I think that's probably the only way the that only we can way. do right now is yeah. just, just to go yeah. forward with love, which with is everything. A nice way to, yeah, in life in general. <laughs> yeah. So on that kind of note, is there anything that we, as a kind of listener community, can do to help you guys out? Like, how can we support you right now through this time that you can't be operating? Well, you could join the classes for free <laughs> while they're free. <laughs> um, and if you want to support us financially, um, you can prepay a class. Um, there's a link on our website under book and then a page called COVID-19. There's um, an FAQ and there's some information about how you can purchase a class um, and we'll put it on your account so that you can use it when you come back. It's got like a 300 year expiry, so um, you'll be able to definitely use that. <laughs> Hopefully um, we make it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and also, I guess we've got a TikTok account. Um, <laughs> we had no idea what that was. Um, you, can, you know, like we've got Instagram, Shut Up and Dance NZ, and Shut Up and Dance NZ also on Facebook. Um, it's the same username on YouTube. We've got a newsletter, um, which at the moment during the lockdown, we're sending out a newsletter every week. We normally just send one out um, monthly. And at the moment, we're sending one out each week, and it's full of pandemic-free content, um, which is hard to find, but we find it. Um, and, yeah, there's, you know, there's just lots of things that I think at this – I'm sure that this doesn't just apply to us, you know, if there are ways – if people are sort of listening and trying to – figure out ways to support other businesses that's usually really helpful is just connecting with them online and um reaching out and if you can prepay something then that's like awesome this is why abby is amazing because abby says all of that you can do this actual real things to do i would have just said just keep dancing and smile at the person like if you see them in the street like Honestly, I've had really random people while I'm on my walk with my dog come up to me from two meters away saying, oh my God, I did your class. Oh my gosh, thank you for doing this. Like that for me is like amazing. And it's like, just keep dancing. Just if dancing for you is, I don't know, whatever that may look like, just try and keep sane. But yeah, follow us on all the things too. 
of course that as well and smile and dance I love that so as I kind of mentioned at the beginning I really want this to be overall a positive space which I think you guys have done brilliantly so let's try and kind of wrap this up on a high note and you can nominate a tribute to do this if you want but can you guys share your kind of best piece of business advice or life advice or maybe a favorite quote or something to take us out Okay, my, my quote that I live by, um, and I don't know if this helps you or not, but accept the situation, full stop. Accept. If it's raining, accept it. If it's like, if we're in lockdown, accept the situation. If you've had a good day, accept it. If you've had a bad day, accept it. Just accept the situation. That's so good. I like that. And I think it really applies right now as well. Like there's really nothing we can do about this that's happening. We just need to not waste time trying to change it or worry about it and just get on with it. I like it. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Abby, Claire, Lisa, for joining us. I think Lisa dropped off at the end there, but we know she's still listening to some of it. So thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate you guys being my guinea pig guests. You've now popped my podcast cherry. Woohoo! Well done, Grace. We're honoured. Thank you. What an honour. And yeah, it's just been really cool to hear about both your business as usual, the amazing things you guys are doing and the tribe you've created, and then also what you're doing now to really kind of embrace this new season that we've gone into. So really cool to see what goes on behind the dancing because there's just so much more to it than what we see on the on the front end of it. And I know that when we kick off back into real life classes, we'll all be queuing around the block and we can't wait to come back for another class. So can I put in a request for a little bit more Brit? me next time <laughs> oh my god yes always you do not have to ask yeah you don't have to ask twice um, goes yeah. without saying yeah. and of course everyone out there make sure that you follow shut up and dance nz on instagram and join in with their free live classes every day so thank you so much lisa claire abby and we'll see you online in the meantime thank bye. you so much grace thank bye. you bye, thank you. bye. bye. Wow, so there you go. I did warn you there would be quite a lot of energy bought from those guys, and I was not wrong. As they said in that chat, when they started Shut Up and Dance in the first place, they were personally looking for friendship, distraction, and connection. And what I think is so special about everything they've done is that they've actually ended up creating that for their tribe of fans as well. And I think the distraction, more than anything, is so important right now. Thank you to everyone out there for joining us for today's chat, my very first podcast. I so appreciate your support. If you have any burning ideas for guests that you'd like to hear from, please let me know. Who is your favorite business in New Zealand? Who do you want to hear the behind the scenes all about? The best way to get in touch with me is via Instagram at peptalknz. Let's be honest, I'm on there most of the time anyway. Or you could email me as well at hello at peptalk.co.nz. All of the info is up on our website, www.peptalk.co.nz. Please, please, please share this episode with all of your friends and family, both in New Zealand and around the world. Let's help spread the word about these amazing New Zealand businesses and support them the best way we can right now. I hope that you can join us again next week. But until then, bye. <laughs>